If we could just for a moment just lift up our hands. Look at your hand up and say, Jesus, Lord, as we lift our hands, it's a sign that we are saying our help comes from above this world. Not from this room. Not from our employers. Not from our savings. Our help comes from you. We want to bless you this morning and thank you that you send your son into this world to live and to die in our place. That is why we are here this morning. We celebrate you, Lord, and receive the praises of our hearts this morning. And we pray that in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You can have your seat. Okay, everyone. We're going to do logistics for one moment. Some of the young workings of our church came to me and said, how can we help? And we made a plan. And all the young workings in, of our congregation said they would give their seat for any visitors or family that needs to, to have a seat. So if you are part of the young workings of this church or you, you don't have children and you're in this church and you'd like to make way for some guests, will you just quickly stand up to show us where you are? There's some young workings from our church here. There's some there. Where's those other young workings? There's some hands there. Is there some people on the outside? There's two chairs here. Thank you so much. There's some chairs. Just put your hand up. There's two chairs here. Arma, twee is voor Just send the people in. Three chairs right here. Keep your hand up if there's chairs. Thank you, thank you. People can move in. There's like at least 20 seats. Sean, he's noch three seats. He's so, there's two seats there, so... Everyone has a seat? All right. Great. Good morning, everyone. Just turn to the person sitting next to you and say, Merry Christmas and God bless you. And if there's some new people here on holiday, just ask them not to move here. We're already struggling to get to school and back in the middle of the year. Especially all the people from Onre says, Amen. <laughs> Listen, everyone, I know we've got children in the service. Um, so I'm going to be brief this morning. Um, I believe the Lord has laid something on my heart. And maybe it'll be easier for the adults to, to catch this. But at the end, what I want us to do is just to have a moment with our families and maybe for the dad to share with the children uh, uh, what maybe is relevant for, for your family here. And if, you, if you're here on your own, don't worry. But I'd like us at the end just to have a touch base, to turn to someone and say, you know what, this is what, what stood out for me this morning. We really believe at this congregation that we, we don't come to church, we are the church. And so we often engage and share with one another. But let me get into this, because I know with children the time is running out. But welcome here. Welcome. Lord, as we just look at your word this morning and what Jesus Christ has done for us, our hearts are filled with joy. And if we look across this room this morning, what melts my heart is not that there's many people in the building, but to know that there's so many lights going out from this place in this town to show the love of Jesus to the world out there. And thank you that we get to be a part of your plan. 
Amen. A message from the manger. A message from the manger. Now, at this church, Kenny, did you find my email? The, the slides I send you. I hope so. But I'm going to carry on. Otherwise, you guys... Oh, here we go. Wonderful. In our church, we, we, we are a gospel-centered church. and we, we love to focus on Jesus, what He has done. And we speak about it every week. This morning, what I don't want to do is I don't want to tell you the Christmas story because I think you know it and you've shared it around your home. I'm going to read some of it, but I want to I do something different this morning. I want to ask myself, I want to ask us, what is the message from the manger to us? It's one thing to see it and to be thankful for what Jesus did, but what does it mean for us now? And so I want to leave us with three things for us personally and for our families. A message from the manger to us. A boodskap wat jy kom kry, miskien op jou vakantie en kan terugvat en gaan toepas in jou leven. Amen. I want to read for us. I'm not going to be long this morning. And the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son. And you shall call his name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. And the Lord will give him to him the throne of his father, David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Speaking about the calling of Jesus. And Mary said to the angel, how will this be since I am a virgin? Good luck explaining that to the children just now. (laughs) And the angel answered her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and therefore the child will be born will be called holy, the son of God. And behold, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. And while they were there, just moving on to the next chapter, the time came for her to give birth. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling cloths and laid him in a manger of a crib, ne? A, a buck for a dieren eat, a feeding bucket, a manger, because there was no place for him in the inn. A message from the manger. We know that Jesus came with a calling. He had a mission to fulfill. He had to get, be born fully God, fully man, and he came to die in our place. Die meeste van ons ken die missie van Jesus. Sy roeping. En dit is hoe kom ons hier so is vir ochend. Om dit te vier en te sê, dankie, die sien het gekom vir my sonde. That's why we are here. But it also speaks a word to us this morning. And what I want to do is, I want to look through the manger and bring it to our own hearts this morning. Jesus got born, but there was also a message for Mary. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive, and you will bear a son. This is the story about Jesus, but guess what? Mary conceived. Because Jesus is not the only one with a calling, but also those who are called to God. And what I want to say this morning, I'm going to leave you with three things this Christmas morning. 
as we love Jesus, the one who came for us, one of the messengers of the manger for us is this. Also love your calling. Because it is the one God gave to you. Yes, Jesus had a calling. Jesus had come, gelewe and gesterf. And guess what? You are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus before the foundations of the world for good works that God has prepared for you. As you remember the work and the love of Jesus with your family this Christmas and you love what he has done, love and embrace again your calling. It is the one God has given you. Ja, maar ek wil ook sing soos Hendrik sing en, of soos Sandra. En ek wil, you, you know what love, the calling the Lord has given you. Partij van julle is wonderlijke bemiddelaars. Julle bring vrede waar julle gaan. Love the calling the Lord has given you. Partij van julle is een harte breek vir kinders onder ouders. Daar nie wees is. Love the calling the Lord has given you. When we all love and take up our own callings, we come together and we represent the Lord. Not as, as Werner or as Jock or Cedric, but as the church. Let's look through the manger this morning. Jesus had a calling, but also love your calling. And maybe, maybe for some of us, we have to take it up again. And let us take time today to explain this to our children. What does this mean? Amen? We want to be brief this morning. It's my promise. It's a hard one for a pastor. You give him a mic, you're in trouble. We marvel at the words and the works of Jesus, but if we only marvel and say, it's so great what he did, it's so wonderful what Jesus did, but we never bring it to ourselves, oh, it has not fallen or risen to its full effect in our lives. Love your calling also. Take it up in the Lord. Amen? Tik jou langs en sê, waarvoor is jy geroep? Wat is Godse plan met jou? Now, let's go on. Now, now, listen, if you, I don't know if you've seen parents before, this is maybe going to be a difficult point, but it's, it's going to free some of us. Have you seen parents before the first baby come? Have you seen that baby room? I mean, that thing is, like, the yellow eyes is gepaint with normal paint, but that room, it's got the best paint. Like, the, the father wanted floating shelves all his life in his room. Now, when the baby comes, you've got floating shelves, you've got hanging bears, you've got a f- chocolate fountain, you've got everything. Because everyone, everyone wants the best for their children. Isn't that true? Isn't that true, moms? And you know what? Mothers are there in the beginning, but you know what? Ask every dad that goes to work the pressure to give our children the opportunity to go to school or to university. It's a pressure. Everyone wants the best for the children. But you know what? I just want to read verse 7 again of chapter 2. It says, And she gave birth to her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling cloths. That's what they used. So she could care for him. She could care for him. She could love him. She could be a mother to the baby. She had him close. But she had to lay him in a feeding bucket 
No floating shelves, no chocolate fountain, no hanging bears. This is what we have for our child today. But he was wrapped and he was loved. And you know what? His mom and his dad was right there. You know, the other day we were at the taxi rank with Kenny and there was a, um, a man, he had nothing. We, we give coffee and prayer on Wednesdays at the taxi rank. And a little boy came. This man had nothing. He had nothing. He told us he cooked the last food. And a little boy came and he put his arm around the man's leg. And I'm like, it just broke my heart. I'm like, this man doesn't have a lot, but here's his son. And this is the only father he has right now. And you know what? At least they are together. Sometimes we don't have beautiful baby rooms. And I know I'm talking in an analogy now. Follow me. Sometimes all we can give our children ourselves is a feeding bucket. But if we look through the story of Christmas, there's a great, great encouragement for us. And the second thing I want to say this morning is love your manger. Love your manger. Some of the things in your life, it is not perfect. Love it, embrace it. From today. From today. If there's swaddling cloths in your home, what a privilege if mom and dad is there. You don't have to compete with the people in the inn upstairs. If for now, you must lay your child in a manger, don't just tolerate it. Celebrate it. Love it. Why? It is what God has given you. Take it, love it, celebrate. You will be free. You don't have to upgrade. Love what the Lord has given you. Our King, our Savior was born in a feeding bucket. And here we are celebrating his life and then we want to go and be different to him. <laughs> Amen. Be free. Come on. He is our exceedingly great reward. What was important in that room was a mother and a father that loved. Not on what kind of bed the baby lay down. Or what kind of pram he got to drive in. Amen? Love your manger. This is a problem not with the kids. <laughs> they are so thankful. This is a problem with the parents. Let us again look through the story of Christ and apply it to our lives because it sets us free. And what, how amazing it is when the gospel and the truth makes us free. Amen? Love your manger. It is what God has given you. And teach it to your children. And they will do well. They will not be in debt when they are 23 years old. Because you will teach them. Amen. Come on, Christmas is a lot richer than a tree in a story about a baby and a star on a Christmas tree. It's got life for us. He's come to give us life and life in abundance. And when the time came for the purification according to the law of Moses, they brought him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. Last thing I want to say this morning is, and this is obvious, but love your family. Love your family. Jesus might have not been rich in earthly means. Foxes have holes, birds have nests. The Son of Man doesn't have a real place to lay down his head. But let me tell you something about the life of Jesus. Pick it up. 
He was always surrounded by people who loved him. He went to the temple. He had his parents. Later on, the disciples. Love your family. And when I say family, I mean your blood family and the spiritual family the Lord has given you because it will be a lifeline for you. It will be your lifeline. And I want to encourage you. Can you just wave at me again if you are here on a holiday? Just wave. We love it that you guys are here. But we also want you to go, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Before you think that I'm rude, I was making a joke about the traffic, but we'd love you to go back and love those people where you come from. And love them with an open heart. Because we take it from the manger. Sometimes in the places where we are, we are surrounded with people who have only manger, 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 manger. It's all they have. But the love we share is of a deeper richness. It cannot be put on an Excel sheet. Love your family. It is the one God has given you. Yeah, but have you met my dad? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Because here's the thing about families. Families are robust. It's one of the only things in the world where you can misbehave, mistreat, shout, disrespect, and then you're welcome to come and eat at the table again. Okay? Family is a saving grace. It is the place to where the prodigal son comes home, to love your family. And so this morning, we remember The marvelous life of Christ. But if we leave it unapplied, shame on us. Shame on us. Let us go and not know it in our heads and in our hearts, but show it in the world around us. Amen. So I want to summarize this morning. And I want to say, love your calling like Jesus embraced his. It is the one God gave you. Love your manger. These are the areas where you wished it was upgraded. You wish it was different. Because when you look over the fence, you're like, come on, Lord. Love your manger. You will be free and teach it to your children. It is what God has given you now. And steward it well. And share what you have. If you only have a manger, share what you have. It is, it is a privilege we have. Amen. And love your family as Jesus commanded. Father, let them be one as you and I are one. Let us look through the Christmas story and apply it to our lives. So what I want us to do for three minutes, if you can, this is going to be rasterig, but I'd love it to be. If you as a dad maybe can quickly call your family, what is the Lord saying to us this morning? Wat is sy woord vir ons? Misschien is het om ons kinders iets te vertel van dankbaarheid. Misschien iets van liefde. Misschien iets van, daar is een roeping op jou leven. If, you, if you're here, you don't have your family here, maybe turn to someone, or maybe you can reflect on your own, but let's take it through our hearts and through our mouths. And let's share with someone, what is the Lord saying to you this Christmas morning? I give you three minutes. Let's do it.
Thank you so much, everyone, for getting the conversation started. And I pray that, I pray that maybe today when you sit down and you eat together that you can talk about what the Lord is saying to your family. There's one more thing I want to do, and then I'm going to dismiss this, this incredible morning. I want to ask if it's possible, if, if all, all of our family members that's older than 80 years old, if you are here this morning and you are older than 80, is it possible that you can stand or someone can just help you stand? We just want to pray a prayer over you. Tani Joey, Tani Joey is my friendin. Ek weet sy is oor 80. If you are older than 80, just stand up. That's it. You can help them. Just stand for a moment. We want to honor you because you've done family for many years. Thank you for the example, the prayers, the tears. And as a church, we just want to honor you for showing us how to be family and loving the people around you for so many years. You can just put your hand, just, let's, let's just lay a hand on one of these people and let's just bless them. Lord, I just want to pray a blessing over our senior family members. Bless them. Thank you that you spared them for us for another Christmas. May it be the most special day today, Christmas Day. We bless them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen, everyone. Celebrate your family. Love your family. Eat with your family. In vandaag eat pudding twee keer. Okay? God bless you. And we see you maybe again soon. And you are formally dismissed. Amen.